for much of the third world and developing world, uh, a practice that is very common is perhaps on Sunday afternoon, they prepare food for the week. So it's usually some kind of uh, incredibly hot sauce, lots of pepper, lots of salt, perhaps some meat and some vegetables. And they cook that on a Sunday evening. And then they, they, have some, they, they cook some rice and they have it with it. But then it has to last everybody, the parents, the kids, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and if they're lucky, that it would last into Thursday. And if it begins to kind of, because of no refrigeration, if it begins to go off in any way, then they will probably add more salt and very strong peppers and boil it up again and use it again. And that is the way of, for the majority of people in the world in which we live in. Another thing that hampers them greatly is the absence of electricity. Gosh, it used to annoy me so much when they take our electricity and um, it was really annoying because I could see them removing the fuses the day before Christmas because they knew I knew what they were looking for. But generally, Electricity would leave us, and you, couldn't, you mightn't get it back for nine months, and we were the lucky ones. But out in the rural areas, there's no electricity, no lighting. And can you imagine living in an area where there's absolutely no light at all? I don't think you can even imagine there's so much light here. But to go out into the... It's like going out into the middle of a forest far from any town or village here where it's completely dark, and to try and live at night time with no light whatsoever. It's nearly impossible. It's so, so dark. There's very little you can do, even see around your house. Once again, that is life for a majority of people in the world in which we live in. So Jesus gives two incredible compliments to to his disciples, when he says to them, you are the salt of the earth and you are the light of the world. Because at the time of Christ, salt was incredibly valuable. It actually was a way in which you could settle a debt. Because without salt, your food would spoil and your kids could go hungry. So when Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth to his disciples, he is giving them a great compliment. He's looking at them and telling them after the you are the salt of the earth. And he says, you are the light of the world. As a city built on a hilltop can be seen from afar. So you are to be seen in practicing your faith and in witnessing to the good news of Jesus Christ. As the sun is to the physical world, so we are to the human world. We are salt and light because God, whose children we are, is committed to making the earth and the world something new. Because God has chosen to reveal himself to the world through us. The oldest term that God uses, biblical term, about people who are his followers are the people of God. 
you are my people and I will be your God. And, and what we have to constantly remember is that if we are shown great kindness, we are not completing the equation by saying thank you for your kindness. We have to always link it in to the presence of Jesus Christ in our midst. He hasn't gone away. He has risen from the dead. He is still among us. And he is still alive and active, bringing light, bringing hope, bringing peace to everybody. And he is inviting us to join in that. That's why he says, that second part, he says, if we do not realize that we are an integral part of the development of, of God's plan for the world, we remain a potential that may not be actualized, a gift that may not be developed, or a high calling that may not be heeded. And that is what each one of us is called to do. We are very blessed here at St. Joe's that we have so many people involved in ministry. Tom Curley is an elderly gentleman. Every Sunday morning I open my blinds, he's out there, standing with a little sign by the school with the, the code, what's that code? The frequency for the radio station. He has a little baton and he's standing there like a permanent fixture, directing people. And he's doing it when it's even way below freezing. He's doing it in the rain, in the wind, in the snow, in the sun. He is always there. And he's one of so many people in our parish that are helping us, helping God, being part of God's holy people, being a light, the salt of the earth, and the light of the world. And I, I'm here to try and invite more people to be, to be part of that, because you are revealing the presence of the risen Christ in our midst. We have so many wonderful ministries here at St. Joseph's. Our food pantry. You know, we were serving so many people during the pandemic, but with the recession and inflation, it has gone way up. You're talking about 15, 1,600 families a month are being fed. 15, 1,600 families a month. That is remarkable. That is huge for a food pantry. And the Knights of Columbus are doing a magnificent job running it. I'd say if we were in the commercial business, we could take on Sunset Foods. <laughs> Just go there and look at it. The choice that people have. All through the... It's, it's just wonderful. And the great work that is happening there. We have a bed ministry uh, where at the moment there's a, a waiting list of several hundred beds for children, like these little kids that were here, sleeping on the floor on a mat, no bed to sleep on. And then I was recently uh, out to give uh, anointing of the sick to a woman who is in great pain and is suffering greatly. And uh, somebody is bringing them Holy Communion. And we have so many of our ministers doing that as well. And they're not just bringing Holy Communion. Obviously, they're bringing the Lord uh, to them. But they're, they're breaking the bonds of loneliness, of isolation. They're bringing friendship. They're bringing care. They're bringing compassion. So we have so much going on in our parish. And what I'm hoping is that we, can, we need to add to that. We need to add to that, especially 
in trying to bring people back to Mass because we had 1,400 people at Mass here on Christmas Eve. They are only a fraction of the number of Catholics in our community. So we are working hard to try and bring people back. And during Lent, we have a program that we're setting up that we will be making available to everyone. If you're in a small group, a book club, a community for the kingdom, any kind of small group, or even you can invite a neighbor or somebody else to join you. Where two or three gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. It's a very important statement. Where two or three are gathered in my name, reflecting on my word, Jesus Christ is present there. He's not in heaven, right? He's actually there. He's among them. So the risen Lord is in our midst. He hasn't gone away. And he continues to be in our midst, especially if we're going through trials and difficulties. That's when he manifests himself most. And he manifests himself most and best through all of us, the light of the world and the salt of the earth.